Spongebob. We have Santa Claus. you quacks out there this is josh hi i am fish he is fish and or, uh should i say uh he's been learning finnish yeah i try and got my finish <laughs> hi 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 i didn't learn how to say like my name is but i learned a few things like they say hi hi or moi moi hello and goodbye yeah um i couldn't find an equivalent to ducking so it was or dodging or something like that. So if you're listening to us in Finland. Uh, yeah, how badly did how I butcher badly that? He butcher it, you know? <laughs> uh, it's been a crazy week. It's uh, after Christmas. Mm -hmm. Do you have a good holiday, Zach? I had a pretty good holiday. Uh, it was a very uh, uh, volume. I feel very voluminous. Volum voluscious <laughs> no oh, just I, I voluminous ate you ate so much so much uh, corpulent is that the word <laughs> uh i feel very very convex nice well I, I i saw it with the new star wars so did you i did too i don't think we talked about that the last episode no we didn't um because i had just seen it a few days ago um i liked it i gotta say i mean yeah there's we're, plot, we're not, yeah, there's some plot stuff. holes there, but it was it was good. We're not going to give any spoilers in case anybody of you guys haven't no, seen it. No, yes, I'm going to keep it spoiler free. But uh, till the new year, at I'm least. really, really over this like toxic fandom bullshit that people have like online and, and message boards or Twitter or in any forum where they're like, "You ruined Star Wars." No, we didn't. No one's ruined anything for you because it's not going to be. It's it's been 42 years since the very first Star Wars. You know. Intellectual properties will evolve to fit the current demographic. You're not the demo anymore. You might be. You're an old fanboy. But, you know, there's children these days that will watch these movies and they'll see them for what they are and, yeah. won't, and won't be like, well, fucking where's what are midichlorians or any of that bullshit? You I, know, they won't care. I, I think one of the good things is when people are like, oh, it sucked. It's like you're talking about it, aren't you? Yeah, you sure <laughs> are. <laughs> It's it's certainly eliciting a um, a heavy response from you, you neckbeard. But I like the movie, uh, so if you haven't I seen it, go, go see it. I mean, it's 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 also fun to pick things like that apart. You know, mm -hmm. he's like, oh well, you know, you could you could point out little inconsistencies here or there, but it's, you know, I don't know, it's uh, it's fine, it's a fine movie. <laughs> it was a worthy conclusion. Sometimes I think the uh, the Palpatine thing was a little bit of a shoehorn, but. Uh, what, nevertheless, it's it's. Uh, we have a new episode of Mandalorian. Uh, I just watched it. Actually. Did you watch it just oh. before I came over? Wait, yeah. I was going to wait until after this to watch it. So. Oh well, I mean, get on it when we're I done won't. here. What else? I watched something else. What did I watch? Oh, Zombieland, Double Tap. I Double finally tap. got around I saw to that. This, I saw that in theaters. Uh, it was awful. It was bad, but I mean, it's it's There's just no, entertaining. I know. Yeah, it was entertaining, but movies like that where where you think about just slack. zombie movies, like why is everybody so well groomed? Yeah, I always you wonder. Know? And also, like, when they're driving down roads. Yeah. You know, it's like. There's no shit in the way. Yeah. I feel like you would never be able to drive anywhere. I think after 10 years living in that world where oh, everything has power. Every building they go into has power. Yeah, a nuclear power plant hasn't, like, erupted or melted down because no maintenance. Nobody's or... wearing beards. Everyone has the same haircut. It looked <laughs> like they just came from the, I don't know. 
Uh, and there was no stakes. There was nothing in the movie that made me feel like there were ever any real danger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But. Our, our movie today is uh, Rare Exports, A Christmas Tale. Yes, indeed. Uh, this is a Finnish movie. And when we say mm-hmm. Finnish, we mean by Finland. Right. right. Not like it's a finished movie, but a right. Finnish. Well, it certainly is finished. It is finished. Yeah. Uh, it came out in 2010. IMDb of a 6.7 out of 10. Rotten indeed. Tomatoes, 89%. Certified fresh. Yeah. Uh, Metacritic gave it 71%. The... Budget for this was in euros, so I did a little math on it. It was 1.803 million euros, which today would be about 2 million US dollars. Okay. Um, and it box office about 4 million. So I know that there's. It was a, 4 million worldwide. I think within the US, it only earned about 236,347. Yeah, it was like a, I think it was a select theaters when it came out. It was in like one theater upon its original release in the US mm-hmm. on December 3rd of 2010. Uh, they got a little bit of. Push back from that, and then eventually, I think it was opened at another like eighteen or twenty theaters. So it wasn't it wasn't a, like a mass release. No, it's very select. Uh, it was originally released in, um, or it was fil- or rather um, premiered at the Locarno Film Festival in Switzerland on August seventh of twenty ten, and then later on December second, it opened in Denmark and Australia before it even opened in Finland, and then it got a wide release um, in the coming months after that. Uh, Roger Ebert did see this movie before he died a couple years after. He gave it three and a half out of four stars. Mm-hmm. He liked the film. He said it was a yeah. a great random reindeer slaughter meets, you know, the Christmas story meets the thing from yeah. 1982. So he, he actually gave it three and a half out of four. So Yeah, it is a strange premise. Like, I was trying to describe this to my dad. And he was like, what are you, what's the movie you're doing next? I think you just have like, to show him the trailer or something. I He wouldn't give a shit. I, I know his, his tastes. He, he would absolutely be like, that's stupid. But, uh, you know, I, I described it to Beryl, and he thought it was wild. And he saw the trailer, and then he actually watched it. And he's like, oh, oh. I could see him like getting <laughs> like, you know, pulled into it. Because it, it's strangely compelling, this movie is, and, and, and really well done. Um. It was directed by uh, Jalmari Hellander, uh, who, as of this recording, I've, the only two movies I, I could bring up other than the original short films for which this is based, mm-hmm. he did another movie that got a bigger release in the U.S. called Big Game with uh, Samuel L. Jackson. I don't think and, I saw that And uh, the kid in this movie, his name is like Ano uh, or Oni Tomila. And he was also in that other movie, uh, which is set in, I want to say, some... Scandinavian wilderness where the president's plane is shot down, played by Sam Jackson, and this kid and he, the president, have to find their way out of the wilderness uh, while they're being hunted. Oh, uh, okay. By by know, people or by, by like by a, people? Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know they're if it's like, it like the Edge or something where it's like the, oh, the bear or some shit. The like Edge that. is such it's a great movie. awesome movie. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to give the the synopsis on this one? Um. Yeah. Go right ahead. I'll save the. I have a, I have a bit of a backstory on like some of the, like the. F- Finish, not history so like much, mythology, but about the mythology, fairy Santa Claus yeah, lore that it goes lore, into. Yeah. Sure. Uh, so this movie is um, is this uh, essentially described this way: uh, in the depths of the Corvatunturi Mountains, four hundred eighty-six meters deep, lies the closest ever guarded secret of Christmas. The time has come to dig it up, and on Christmas Eve in Finland, Santa Claus is unearthed in an archaeological dig. Soon after, children start disappearing, leading a boy and his father to capture Santa, and with the help of fellow hunters, they look to sell him back to the corporation that sponsored the dig, and then there's Santa's elves, who are determined to free their leader. What was the name of the company? It's like Sub-Zero? Sub-Zero Incorporated. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Apparently, it's a, it was a, 
I didn't realize this until my second watch. The the, the guy they capture, or the guy whose um, passport is found on one of the little helpers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was an American, and the other guy was British. It was like this joint British American like venture into this uh, mountain, the Corvatunturi, which is known as Earfell. Is like literally translated to Earfell, and the legends of the of the country say that like because it's shaped like an ear, that allows. Santa to listen to there. hear all, oh, nice. the, all the stuff from the world. Is whether it, you've been good or bad. You've, you've been, I just watched this literally ended it an hour ago because uh, oh. I've been so busy. I know you've had time to really research it and watch a bunch. I did. I had a lot of fun with it. Uh, the film opens up with, you know, of course, your regular production studios. And it, it, it opens up on these two guys. It's, uh, what is it, 24 days before Christmas? Yeah, you get a little, like, a flip counter, almost like an advent calendar. Okay, I may have missed that because I was writing something. 24 days to Christmas, where you see two men speaking in an office over this excavation site. Yeah, and they, and they pull out. So it, when you're excavating, when you're going through, um, like when you're digging for gold and stuff like that, when you're mining, yeah. you pull out these tubes, and the tubes will show, like, rock and then gold and whatever. And then oh, you'll see, like, the layers? The layers, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what he was showing the guy when yeah. he dumps it out, and they find sawdust. Yeah, he's like, like, I got a strange <clears throat> sample here. Yeah, he's like, we thought we had a tree, it's but, impossible. It's, but it's, like, it was, like, it's extra- sawdust, yeah. It was sawdust, and so they're like, oh, and, <clears throat> excuse me, the... Uh, the English dude's all, like, excited about it. Yeah, yeah. And he hands the guy, he's like, okay, you're going to need these new rules and regulations. Yeah. And it's like, no smoking, no cursing. No loud noises. No loud noises. Uh, no heavy drinking. Yeah, like, no, yeah. it's basically a list for Santa Claus. Yeah, it's, it's what you should do to be, to get on the on the nice list. The nice list, yeah. yeah. And uh, he, he kind of walks out, uh, the British dude, and gives a little speech. Yeah, he starts talking about the Sami people of Lapland. I, I have a clip of that, and yeah. uh, uh, our main character, um, P- P- Peter. It's Peter, but Pietari. It's Pietari, which I think is Peter in Finnish. I think so. Yeah, it's but Peter, Pietari, Pietari and, his, and, and his and friend Juoso. Juoso, right? Juoso, Juoso. Yeah, I don't know. I, we're probably or definitely going to get yeah. the. Uh, we're going to mispronounce a couple of we're things. Miss, yeah, we are. <laughs> Um, so they're, they're kind of they're up on the top of this mountain. They're not supposed to be there, but they're spying on these yeah. these workers. And here's a little audio clip for that. And we think you're gonna like this one. Here it is. I can hardly <coughs> say that we are standing on a sacred grave on the biggest burial mound in the world. This remarkable place puts even the pyramids to shame. It took the Sami people of Lapland centuries to build this mound. You have 24 days to open it. Roll up your sleeves. Repair the dynamite. Do what you do best. You have a grave to rob. Yeah. So the two children you can hear muttering in there aren't speaking English. They're, they're yeah, there's subtitles Finnish. in this. Right. And one of them was sort of translating for the other what the man was talking about. And so they decide to skedaddle. And they head back down the mountain to um, where they had left their, their snow machine or sled or snowmobile, depending on where what part of the country you're from. And they have a disagreement about... Whether or not Santa exists or not, because the one kid's sort of like a bully. He's got this mullet. I think, I think he's a little older. Yeah, he's like maybe two, like two years, three older, years older. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's like a big explosion on the top of the mountain and credits or, or not a uh, title screen, something yeah. to that effect. 
and then and then immediately it it, it comes it kind of has this opening montage of uh, Piatari looking over these ancient books of forgotten uh, lore. Yeah. Oh, so that's how the time passes. He's reading yeah. all these books because he's like you know he, he he has a feeling that it's Santa Claus yeah. and stuff like that. So he's reading yeah he's reading all these lore books of like the Finnish history and uh, the fairy tales and yeah, mythology of, of Yulapuki. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he also has like a an advent calendar. Like yeah. a countdown to Christmas, and he's like, he turns it over, and it's uh, the 23rd day, I think is what that is. There's only two yeah. days till Christmas. So it jumps ahead in time from that point, and now we're on Christmas Eve. Yeah. And the final um, um, thing that he opens uh, has a big 24 on it, so it's like right in the center. So we know it's Christmas Eve, and he, um, the, the images he was looking at show that like Santa... Or this Santa, the Yulapuki, is this giant monster with horns that seeks out misbehaving tri- children. He, he looks like Krampus. Them. Like if yeah. you know what a Krampus looks like, it's very Krampus, Yulapuki, Saint Nick, um, Santa Claus, Sinterklaas, all these things. Put them in a bag and beat them. Are 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 all like from a common origin, and they became merged with like pagan and, and early Christian, like you know, figures and legends. And the the dad. Um, uh, the dad of this, the kid, uh, he's a he's a butcher, and he kind of wakes the kid up, and he fell asleep looking out the window. Yeah, and he's trying to get dressed, and he sees footprints on, on his ceiling, like, right? or, like on the uh, roof, on the roof in front of his window. Yeah, so he thought maybe his dad was like fucking with him yeah. or something like that. So he runs downstairs. It's really cold out, and he's it, not wearing any pants. No, he's just wearing yeah, he's just he's wearing, wearing his some jocks under- and uh, and some boots. Yeah, and he's carrying his stuffed animal Vupa. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he goes and asks his dad. He's like, "Hey, were you on the roof?" Well, first, he, he, his dad's a slaughterer, so he goes into his slaughterhouse. Makes him close his eyes. He doesn't yeah. want his kids seeing him butchering up a, a, a hog, big or old something. hog. Yeah, yeah. and um, it, it's it's sort of hard with the exposition for because we have to rely on the subtitles. But I guess through the course of the movie, like something is mentioned where we learn that Rauno, that's his name, is Rauno, is uh, on the verge of bankruptcy. Him and his farm, and then his friend's farm was also a potato farmer. They're they're really counting on this season to, yeah. to bring in the reindeer for slaughter. There, there's also a part where you see um, his father. He's setting up a trap. That's right. Um, so he's he's, he's sharpening these stakes. He's like dug a, a big pit. hole. Yeah, exactly. And he hangs a uh, the pig's head there. And he's trying to trap uh, wolves yeah. because uh, a lot of wolves have been eating the yeah. the the caribou, the reindeer that yeah. they basically harvest every and, year. And I've learned this about wolves when I lived in Alaska. Those fuckers don't eat for just to, uh, don't hunt just to eat. They they sometimes hunt and just leave the kill. Yeah, just a, just a fun for pack sport. thing, yeah. Yeah. So they can be a real nuisance. Um so they they're basically going uh, they he grabs his kid. He's like, "Get ready. I'm giving you this shotgun. You're going to come with us. We're doing the uh doing the roundup. We're doing the roundup." And they don't really talk much about the roundup, but it's it's pretty much they you get a helicopter and they find the uh, the pack of caribou or the reindeer because they ask him where that where's the helicopter. He's like, oh well, they should be coming soon. They don't have a helicopter. They mention it. Oh really? Yeah, because because I know he he makes an electrified fence for the pen for for the, for the wolves to can't keep get the in. wolves from getting in from yeah. getting in. But the, he does Only mention like two he did, skinny ones uh, arrive. He does mention the uh, the helicopter. Okay, okay, um, because that's how they kind of. Chopper them in to round them all up into the thing. Oh, heard. Because okay. remember later on, they mentioned like, just like the reindeer, you know. Oh, I see. End. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, well, okay. They, right. they only see two like runt yeah. caribou come up and then they go away on their snowmobiles and they find out that. They see a bunch of like corpses. Yeah, of, like uh, 433 died. to be exact. As yeah. Well. 
the whole time in this the whole time in this the beginning part of the movie like Biatari is really treated as incapable or ineffective he's, he's like a young boy bullied a lot even by his father he's yeah. just like uh how Me- am I Megan get made a to... Megan made a thing where it's like the dad doesn't look him in the eye much yeah and I did also discover a lot about Finnish people they're not really for sm- they're not much for small talk you know and and they they tend to avoid each other unless they really know you you know how like when you come into a coffee shop here in the states and be like hi how you oh, doing yeah. well, what can I get for you ha 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 you go there you're like yes I want this and they're like boom here you go and it's, then you it's, go fuck off yeah it's like the southern hospitality down here yeah. is it's how super, you doing yeah. honey I guess <laughs> it's really awkward for them up there to have like a, I guess father and son is different but like in the in a, in like a societal setting they don't yeah. really do it as, like what we do here in the states. And so, uh, so they find all the dead reindeer. They see the hole in the fence and that the is, kids did. Yeah, that the kids did. Because that's how they were sneaking up to spy on the uh, the excavators. Yeah. And so they think, you know, they're blaming all the explosions that they drove the wolves down yeah. the mountain to eat all these reindeer. Right. So they say, you know, let's go. We're gonna go up visit. there and fucking yeah, figure this shit out. And so they go up to the uh, to like the office that we saw at the beginning, mm-hmm. and there's nobody there. It's like the doors right. open. It's like abandoned. Yeah. Well, I think all the uh, we well the, we you don't. It's it's not uh, clear at this point, but they've been like taken and killed and wiped out by the by the by it's, the elves. Well, I don't think it happens yet because it's weird because they it's like I feel like they I think they were transporting the massive thing we're going to talk about later. Yeah, I think they were bringing it into town. Uh huh. And so they were just like, we're done. We can close up shop. Yeah. Um, so they do it. Um, the kid is looking through the office and he sees a map yeah. of the mountain and it's like this roughly where the, the roughly where it is. It says like secret chamber. Yeah. We found, and there's, a, and there's a massive hole, like the dead lights, a huge fucking yeah, flare. A flare in there. And it's just, he's like, all right, well he sort of gives up hope because their total losses with all those reindeer it was dead. like $85,000, $85,000 with a 22% vat or something like that. Yeah, And they were trying to go up there and demand money from them for like fucking off their livelihood and, yeah. their, and their way of life. But you know, they kind of give up hope because they didn't find anything and they go back down to their farms and back at Rano's farm. Uh, this is where the kid starts gearing up and shit. Yeah, totally. He starts putting on this like armor, uh, and and Rano's like you can see he's like real dejected and well, put off. The, he starts the, making Christmas dinner. The friends, Yuso or whatever, Juso, yeah. Juso. He's like if because the uh, the the son is like you know we should tell we should tell them yeah because he knows like if he if he's, he's bad, pushing his Santa Claus theory too yeah because he's like if we're bad we're gonna get taken and Yuso's oh, like true, if you yeah. fucking say anything I'm gonna beat the shit out of yeah, you yeah 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 so that's why he, that's why he's like gearing up and like putting pads on his ass yeah. and like wearing all this stuff because he's like he's gonna I'm gonna get whipped and yeah and he he, uh, he sets like a trap in the fireplace oh yeah in the morning trap yeah that was great you know when he's making the gingerbread cookies because it's like it seems like they don't have anything to eat like they literally only eat gingerbread the whole movie yeah so they're making gingerbread and it's like and he makes the comment like it's like mom used to make and the dad's kind of tearing up because I guess maybe yeah. mom died there's no yeah, I wondered no yeah, backstory no there is none in that I'd like to see a sequel to this a prequel. I think a prequel, be, perhaps, like, yeah. Like, with the guy from the beginning that was talking, like, the English dude. Yeah. Like, how does he know about the Santa Claus bullshit? Yeah. Like, I want to know that. Like, is, it Indiana, is he a bad guy Indiana Jones dude? Or <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so, Piatari, in his helmet and armor, he's convinced Santa has been unearthed. He says the Sammy people lured him into his trap long ago. Juso's unimpressed. He bullies Piatari. Uh, Rauno, again, is very distracted. He's, like, staring out the window and... He, he he put something in the oven for I guess to slow cook and then I think it was um, like a piece of it looked like a pig's heart 
or something. It, it could have been a ham or something. Something like that. Uh, and then uh, right after that scene ends, like he sends Piatari to bed. He says, "Good boys should be in bed already." Um, and this is where the Sub Zero dudes all yeah you die. see yeah you see that real quick uh, of that guy uh, the American dude who's like um, like what the fuck's going on and yeah then, they're they're talking on the, the radio scene comes and like snags him they're on the radio like we're, yeah. we're thirty minutes out from yeah. the helicopter is Santa Claus he's like it still has a fucking heartbeat yeah you know type of thing and then yeah they all just get <laughs> fucking slaughtered so uh, and then it's Christmas and then it's, it's Christmas Day and the next day yeah. Yes, Brown has burnt the damn food that he put in the oven, so they're eating gingerbread for breakfast. Uh, he yeah, and he goes to like light a fire at the beginning, and uh, it just something goes off in the in scares the, the shit scares out the of shit him. out of him, and you find out that uh the, the, his son put a fucking bear trap in the yeah chimney. Or, uh, it was a reindeer trap. Reindeer trap is massive, and he's like, it could be a bear fuck? trap. I'm sure there's bears up there. Yeah, um, he goes he, he goes outside to uh, well he grounds him yeah, and then he's like I gotta go pee, so then the kid goes out to wreck rock a piss. That's when he sees that he the, sees bait. the, the, the bait's gone. That's right. And dad goes up and he's like, oh, it, it, and you see like feathers, like white feathers. It could be a bird. It's a bird. It's a bird. And then the dad sees like a human hand and he's like, yeah. okay, well, it's just oh, a bird. Snap. You know? he, like, yanks him away from the pit. Uh, they go back inside and they eat more gingerbread. <laughs> Everyone's eating gingerbread. Yeah. And um, for all you Finns out there, is, is gingerbread a big thing there? I mean, it is in the holiday. Oh, I guess so. it's holiday food. And it's the plot device that that made it so that they only eat a Christmas food. Yeah, you know, uh, there's a, even a the Finnish word for gingerbread. I wrote it down somewhere. We'll come to that. Um, uh, the the so there's also a friend of uh, of the families that dresses up like Santa Claus every year. Yeah, and he comes over to the house, and the dad's like, "Hey, I need you to help me out with something." He bought in. Yeah, he grabs <laughs> the uh, they grab the body, they drag it into his butcher shop, uh-huh. and. It's like an old man. He just—he's got a beard. He's really skinny. He's a very gaunt, um, gaunt skinny yeah. old man with a long, straggly beard. And they're trying to figure out what to do with him. So they're like, "We could just hack him up." And then you find yeah. out he's still breathing. Yeah, and they're like, "Oh snap!" And he's like, "Tough old codger." Uh, yeah, that guy's name is Pete Paranen. Uh, it's the hard one to pronounce. So he's Pete. He's Pete from now on. He's Peep. actually his real name is Rauno, the character, the other character. Oh, the other name. character's yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, they find a wallet or what, what is a, uh, it's a passport book. Well, it's, it's because he was, he's the, he was wearing like one of the sub-zero jackets. Yeah. And there was a radio in it too, but we don't, you don't find that until right later. Uh, so they opened up the a passport and he reads, he's Brian Jonathan Green of the U S but it's not him. And the, uh, passport number, if, if you look closely on the, it's actually the first like six digits of the pie. Uh, oh, is it three, one, four, four, one, whatever, six. five, six. I, I, I looked it up. I double checked and triple checked. That's true. I don't know why. I don't know why if that has any significance to the director or not. But maybe it was just maybe a little... holidays pie. Oh snap! I don't know. Oh yeah, hey, you know, I'll, I'll buy it. In the dark. There. I'll buy it. Uh, Piatari, who is forced to stay in the house, sneaks out while they're in the shop and kind of gets up uh, on the on the side of the building and peers in a window. Get that little sniffy sniffy. Uh, and before he did that, he actually went to the the pit himself and was checking it out. Yeah, he, find, he finds a sack of potatoes, yep. and inside is it's like, a potato sack. The potato sack, and inside in is, is like a weird doll, it's a like, wooden doll that's supposed to look like it, a child. It looks like straw or something. Straw could be. It's just something it, earthy. Yeah, it just, it, but it's supposed to look like a kid. That means that this elf was on his way to his get, house yeah. to he kidnap. It. He ruined it. He said elf. Oh, oh we've been saying it. We have been saying it. Like, that's all right. Except well, that this is Santa's little helper guy is 
They think uh, he's Santa Claus. Yeah, they think on. this guy is Santa Claus. Because yeah. he, you know, he fucking looks, he like, looks him. like him. Yeah, he he sure looks does. like the Coca-Cola Santa. Um, um, the, he sees the, the thing. He goes back, uh, and you this this what they think is Santa, they don't even know yet, is like he, he's sniffing. He can smell the like, kids are around. Right. And this is where they're like, he opened, uh, the dad opens the door and sees his kid running. Right. And then he hops in like a police car. Right. And the dad follows. Right. Because he's like, what the fuck's my kid going to say that I have a body in the house? Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. So he's worried like about, yeah. he, his dad has no idea what his kid, what's going on in his kid's mind. And the kid is thinking, I'm going to get the police to help me with what I'm doing. And, and his dad thinks he's doing something entirely yeah. different. And they actually, they follow the, the car and they get to uh, Imo's house. Imo is the other guy who actually knows how to speak English. Yes. Um, and, and he's the dad of Giuso. Of Giuso, yeah. Giuso. <laughs> Uh, it's J U U S O. I know, but I when he was Yoso. when he was pronouncing it, there was like a like a um, not like Hyphen a or Juoso. It's like, like there was it was a pause between the two U's. J. I'm gonna call him J. Okay, Juso. <laughs> Juso. Uh, so they they get to Imo's place, and the officer explains that it's been a very strange morning. Other people in the village are calling and reporting that all of their radiators and their heaters, yeah, and electronic uh, equipment and, and stuff, stuff like that, that emits heat is being stolen and like, taken off, the, like ripped right off the walls. Um, and then Imo is like, "Yeah, I got, I got a fucking, I got a strange one too. It's my potatoes." And, and he's like, "Who the like, fuck's stealing potatoes? Why am I here for potatoes?" He's like, "No." They left the potatoes, but they took all the sacks. So all of the potato sacks of these hundreds of thousands, of, or maybe just hundreds, of potatoes have been lifted, and now they're gone. And we know that the they were taken by Santa's own home. Yeah, and Patari, Patari, uh, he he goes up to find Yuso, and when mm-hmm. he go, he's like, oh, maybe he's sleeping, goes up to his room. When he flips over the bed sheets, you see one of those doll things yeah. that, so it's basically they're, they're kidnapping these kids and putting fake dolls in there, so it yeah. kind of looks like they're sleeping. Yeah. No one believes him. He's like, he's not up there. I found this in his room. They're like, oh, maybe he's trolling for some poontang or something. Right. That's basically what they say. They're yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, trolling for women. Age. I was going out like trying to get some. 11-year-old boy yeah. out there or something. Well, the population is very sparse in that part of the world. Uh, they, yeah, uh, the the dad grabs uh, Imo. 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 And they go back because he speaks English. He's like, yeah, hey, he's we like think this, this guy's English. English. You need to talk to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Um, while they're trying to interrogate uh, the guy who was watching Santa, the what's his name again? Uh, Piparinen. Piparinen. He gets his ear fucking bit off. Right. Well, it's funny because you see the old man like uh, sniffing. Well, he's smelling his children, yeah. and he thinks, "Oh, maybe you're hungry. You want some ginger? You want some gingerbread?" Oh, 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 oh. And then he's like, "Piparkaku." <laughs> I'm messing it up, Finn. <laughs> Finns. Uh, the man's eyes open slightly. And and that's when it sort of cuts uh, because we we assume that he's been bitten. Yeah, yeah. or he got attacked or something. Yeah. We think yeah. maybe he's dead. Imo, Piatari, and Rano drive back talking about American visitors and the British visitors and the need for an interpreter. Uh, and Piparanen is now outside of the slaughterhouse when they return, bleeding. And uh, when they enter, they see a scrawny, naked old man. He's crouching, and uh, he's like, you know, get over there and, and talk to him. And Imo asks him, how do you like the land of the Northern Lights? <laughs> <laughs> and then they move in a little closer to try to question him. Yeah, and uh, at this point in time, uh, Patari is uh, he's calling all of his friends, all the children in town. Hey, no, is blah, yeah. blah, blah home? They're like, no, we haven't seen them. He's like, neither have I. And he's going through a list. So he's, yeah, he's crossing He realizes all that all these kids are missing and nobody else does. I didn't realize that was what he was doing until yeah. my second viewing. I was like, oh, shit, the, all the kids are missing. Um, then, the you know, the grown-ups, they, they get all... You know, they're all aired up, and they, they're trying to talk to, to Santa. They're like, we're going to ransom uh, right. Santa off. And they're he's like... He's unresponsive. He's unresponsive. And then uh, that's when we... Um, 
we get the uh, the the radio goes off. Yeah, uh, but it's right right before that too. I think uh, Piatari like feels guilty about unleashing the forces that have taken his friends. So he oh, yeah. goes to his dad Whip first me. and confesses. He's like, "Hey, I need to be I need to be whipped." It's like fifteen lashes will do. Yeah, it. that'll do. Yeah, and he's like, he's being naughty because he doesn't want to, or he he thinks he needs to be spanked in order to appease this Santa. Um, and Rauno is clearly confused. Um, but so when Piatari goes into the slaughterhouse with him, they immediately draw the eye of the old man. Yeah, and he's like, how do you know this person? Do you know him? Yeah. yeah. And then Piatari says, it's Santa Claus. They dug him up. Finally fill him in. They tie him up and mm-hmm. hang him from like a stick. He's yeah, got they, duct they, tape all the over sword, him. Yeah, they, they hang him up and then they... Uh, they're they're sitting. They're all four sitting there eating, eating gingerbread, yeah. <laughs> and they're staring at the at the elf man. And that's when the radio squawks. Yeah, it and goes off, life, and you hear uh, a voice in English saying uh, a few lines. Yeah, that's the, it's, we heard at the beginning. You hear this. We have Santa Claus. So basically, that's right. th- that's, uh, that's the dad talking, and um, he, he's like, "This is Ronlo of Finland." Yeah, Ronlo of Finland, <laughs> and he's like, we're, "We're landing. Where is where's the package? We yeah. need the package." And so they pack up Sanny and mm-hmm. uh, drive into town. They, pretty well, they, much, they drive back up to the site. Was it or the, near it? Was it because the they site? Have, uh, it was close to it. I thought I it was guess. like on the ground or was something. It, it was like a big warehouse and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, somewhere close somewhere. to. I'm not entirely sure. They're planning to exchange their Santa, quote unquote, for the eighty-five thousand um, dollar limit that they were lost because of the what they think is the, the fault of the excavation team, and then subsequently killed all of their their reindeer. <clears throat> so they load the man up into this uh, uh, cage, and they you know take him back towards the Corventondori Mountain. And when they arrive, a helicopter lands. And this man who emerges, I think his name is Riley. He's the British fellow. Yeah, he's the guy that we heard at the beginning. Yeah. He emerged uh, from the helicopter, clearly confused by who these men yeah, are. Who are you? He's like, where are my men? We, we like, are men. He's like, we are men. <laughs> so they wheel out Santa, and he's like, we want money for this guy. So Piatari walks over to a large warehouse uh, on the door. It says of 24. Which, it says 24, bearing a very similar to his advent to calendar. To his calendar, absolutely. Um and this is when uh, at, it's at this moment too. I thought it was interesting. I did, again, I didn't see this until my second viewing. He drops Vupa, the doll. Yeah, he just leaves him. Just leaves him, and I think that was sort of like the moment. I'm growing up, I'm a man now. Yeah, when he finds his uh, uh, the who, what's the name of the British guy again? Riley. I think his name is Riley. So Riley kind of goes up to to the Santa Claus that we think is Santa Claus, and yeah, he's he kind of looking at, at him. It. And he sees his eyes do a funny do thing. Do a couple things, and he, then he talks about this, so we hear something completely different. that Because the entire time, you think it's Santa Claus, and here it is. Shh. Put down your weapons and smile as nice as you can. And move slowly. And do exactly as I say. This is not Santa. What? It's one of Santa's little helpers. God damn it! Santa. He's going to find out who is naughty or nice. 
Yeah. That sound at the end that uh, that man screaming was his pilot. The helicopter got like snatched away. And then two seconds later, that that good dude gets a like an axe Pickaxe. pick to the back of the head. Yep. Takes him out real fast. So there's like a horde of these geriatric bearded it's naked men that naked are naked old men <laughs> i mean they're they're just they're, all their cash and prizes are out oh, and a, just a flopping it's everywhere dangling and swinging all over the place they sure are and it's uh it is cold outside yeah the name the guy's name is riley i, I looked it up yeah. the, the actor's name is is per christian ellison per that's a weird name um so per. yeah peter basically uh he he opens the cargo door um that says 24 mm-hmm. um and when they go in there they you see you finally see santa yeah the, the giant cr- block gi- of ice. ice and all the heaters are in there mm-hmm. all the, the rain heaters from over town oh and, and when they drive up like right before the helicopter lands remember the guy he picks up a hair dryer yeah, he's he smells like, he's my like this is my wife's hair dryer yeah, yeah. <laughs> sticks it in his crotch he's yeah like, and he's like worry about that later uh and then you hear all, all these children the start to crying who yeah. are stuffed in potato sacks yeah and i also liked the potato sack thing because it's almost like you know santa's Bag, yeah, well, it's know, all, in some, in I think in some adif- some different lores, uh, like you would be put in a potato sack and then they would beat you with a switch. That was like oh, one of the old things. Um, okay, so because like Santa would grab them, put them in the bag, and then beat them in the oh, bag. Interesting. Uh, so they're they're kind of like they're finding the kids and stuff like that, and they're, they're kind of barricaded. They're sh- trying to shoot these elves, mm-hmm. and then finally. P- Patari is he's pissed he's yeah he's, he shoots off a weapon and he's mm-hmm. like listen to me yeah he can conquer he's his got the plan. plan and he says uh it's either us or santa and i think i think uh i think santa needs to go uh so uh he and his father start removing all of the heaters away from the ice they leave the kids in their the potato sacks, sacks. Yeah. And Piparnan goes out uh, and throws gingerbread around. And he's smiling. And he's smiling Hi. to the naked elves, and, yeah. and, he, and he gets in the helicopter. He gets in the helicopter. They're Yeah, they're loading up the kids into, mm-hmm. like, basically a giant net so that they can yeah. carry the kids out because the, the, the elves will follow the children. Right. That was his plan. Yeah. And they find explosives in there, too. So they're like, you're going to blow up Santa, yeah. pretty much. So the dad and... Um, Imo. Imo do that. Uh, they pick up the kids in the helicopter. Yeah, they and, hoist them up from underneath the Peter's, helicopter. Pizarri's just holding on. He just he's gets just on. He's like, badass. all right, let's go, dude. And he rides away in the helicopter. Like, this really Freezing awesome cold moment. weather. All and of that was CGI, too. I think that's that's where they blew their load and, and money For sure. There. But, like, for a movie that had the same budget as Sharknado. It, it looks a lot It better. looked really, really yeah. good. You could tell they put a lot of good work into it. And this place looked cold. You know, it was filmed. It. it was filmed in Finland. It right? was filmed in Norway. No, Norway. But just the the locations were great. The shot, some of the shots, were really beautiful, and it really does feel fucking cold. Uh, there's a funny little goof of continuity here when Pietari gets on the uh, the 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 netting mm-hmm. and and flies away. He's not wearing gloves, and then halfway through the flight, he's wearing gloves. Boom, he's got gloves on. <laughs> uh, as they're as they're flying away, um, the the elves start chasing them. Because all the kids are in there, and they're right. going to collect gotta the, kids. Get the kids. They got it for our master. And so Pitari's on the radio telling the guy in the helicopter, he's like, take him to the pens. Take him to the pens, just like how we would do with the reindeer. Right. And so they're pinning them up. Uh, they're hovering above the pen, but they realize that the gate's not open. Right. So Pitari's like, he's, he's fully like, prepared to sacrifice himself. Yeah, he's like, it's me or nothing. And, you know, the little kid just falls off. He's like, I'm not coming back. He yeah. says he has, this, he has a really, like, couple of really cool moments. He turns on the electric fence. He mm-hmm. opens the gate, and then 
I love the scene with the dad and Imo. Yeah, they're like, yeah, yeah we've so, been naughty, haven't we? Yeah, we've been naughty. And yeah, there's like a million holes in this giant ice yeah. cube. And there's also there's two giant horns sticking out of the ice. So it's a, it looks like Krampus horns, but they're right. massive. Yeah, like, he's like massive. It's like uh, mammoth 40 tusks, foot. You know, like type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, they're just fucking... They cut them off. I love when they're like, they're like, we're going to blow them up. And then they say, uh, what is it? It's like, now we know how he gets. Uh, have you ever seen Santa go a billion places all at once? Oh, or something like that one yeah, night? there yeah. was that joke. Now we know how he gets to a million places all at <laughs> <Yeah>. once. Because <laughs> we blew him the fuck up. And then they take a chainsaw and you don't really see what's going on. Right. And then you realize that they cut. And the, later you see him loading up the horns. So <laughs> yeah, they like cut a, the horns off. They're like, awesome. little prize. Yeah. And as they're driving away, they... Boom. Boom, they blow it up. That's a fucking massive fireball. The whole warehouse goes up. That was a real explosion, too. They, just, cool. they just enhanced it a little with uh, some CG. Some stuff. Yeah. Um, when uh, Patari opens up the gate, he thinks he's going to die. Yeah. So he closes his eyes, and then he realizes that uh, the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas Day. Yeah. And, um, well, and then... Because because there's no Santa Claus, the elves they're now, all confused and they're lost. Just, yeah, yeah, they're, they're just standing like, there. Uh, and also, uh, I was wondering this when I was watching if if they st- stuck a little kid in front of a bunch of naked old men. They didn't. He stood in front of a green screen, and then they superimposed all uh, that, really all the naked men in front of him. So it, it's a kid staring at a green screen, and then and then they added the naked men later, so they wouldn't have to stare at a bunch of naked dongs. <laughs> Uh, they even did that too, so that the actors playing all the uh, Santa's little helpers didn't feel all awkward or something like that. Or? That as well as being naked in snow, so all that shit was was CG. They weren't oh, was actually oh, they there weren't really in there. the snow. No, mm. it looked good though. It looked real damn good, especially this movie's almost ten years old. Um, and it's weird. They they after everything, they're 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 everyone shows up at the pen and they're kind of looking at the uh, the the elves, uh-huh. and then they start naming off numbers. They're like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Rano and 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 Imo get there arrive and and they have they have 198 Santa Clauses, quote unquote. And at 100, at, at if you were to value each of them at 85,000 a piece, which is what they lost, yeah, it would uh, equate to roughly about 16 million. Um, and that would more than be more than enough to bring lift them out of their uh, their debt or their, anything. Their debt or their bankruptcy. So. And so it cuts to them scrubbing them in like a, a, a like showers, yeah. and then teaching them how to be like nice Santa, Santa Clauses. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they over the course of like the next year yeah. too. And then it gets to a year from the point uh, where they caught them. And they're shipping them all out in to boxes that say "rare exports" on yeah. it. It's a little Santa from Claus. the land of the original Santa Claus, yeah. and uh, and that's, that's how it ends. That's how it ends. It's a fun movie. I, I think it's great. I, I really suggest. I know. I know you got some trivia and stuff for us. A little bit. There little wasn't bit. a whole lot um, surrounding this movie that that it was was incredibly interesting. I whatever there was, I already mentioned mm-hmm. about uh, the the passport. Um, but but because this piqued my interest about um, Finland. And specifically where this movie takes place and, and, you know, everything about Christmas lore. Um, I did have fun with it and I wrote down a few things that I want to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So the Korvatuntori Mountain is set in Lapland. And Lapland is in Finland and is the largest and northernmost region of Finland. It borders uh, Sweden, Norway, and Russia. It's cold and wintry climate and its abundance of conifers like pines and spruces means that it has become associated with uh, Christmas in some countries, most notably the UK, where holidays to Lapland are common toward the end of the year. Uh, the Yulapuki is a Finnish Christmas figure. The name Yulapuki literally means Christmas goat or Yule goat. The word puki comes from the Teutonic root bak, which is a cognate of the English 
buck and means billy goat. Uh, an old Scandinavian custom, this figure uh, is now conflated with Santa Claus as we know him. <clears throat> pagans, uh, pagans used to have uh, festivities to honor the return of the sun, and some believe Yulabuki is the earliest form of Santa. The Yule goat was thought to be ugly and would frighten children, while others thought it was an invisible creature that helped prepare for Yule. And many theorists believe that when Christianity began incorporating pagan ways into their festivals, they merged this pagan figure with an already existing Catholic legend known as St. Nicholas to create Santa Claus. Uh, popular radio programs from 1927 onwards most likely had great influence in reformatting the concept with the Santa-like costume, reindeer, and the uh, Corvatentori as his dwelling place. Um, because there really are reindeer in Finland and Finns live up north and the uh, popular American story uh, then took root uh, in Finland rather quickly. Uh, also, Finland's Yulipuki receives about 500,000 letters from over 200 countries every year, with most coming from China, Poland, and Italy. That's insane. I know. That's um, pretty neat. But, yeah, uh, so that is is uh, the the um, Christmas lore is, is tied to that part of the world quite, uh, uh, you know, quite extensively. So I mean, it's pretty... It's, it makes a lot of sense why they would choose that yeah. as the, you know, as well subject of the film as well as, you know, uh, where it was located, even though they filmed in Norway. Uh, but, it, you know, it's, it's a really interesting take on the, uh, the Santa Claus legend. You know, we've seen multiple uh, commercialization of of it. I think you know, Coca. He even mentions the Coca Cola Santa is a hoax. Yeah, he does. He because does. the modern inter- modern idea interpretation in our collective minds the is rosy cheeks, the is, red. The, it's Coca-Cola it was an advertising yeah. campaign because of Coca Cola. Before that, he didn't have this this look that everyone attributes to him. And and the fat jolly man. Yeah, and this movie is also based on two short films that came before it. There was one called Rare Exports Incorporated in 2003, which is essentially the same story, except it has a, an English-speaking narrator um, approaching it like a uh, like a nature documentary. Oh, okay. Where he's like, Father Christmas in this part of the world is very, you know, hard to, to hunt, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then after they did that, they had um, a second one called The Official Rare Exports Incorporated Safety Instructions, which came out in 2005. And so it was great for them at the time to try to drum up uh, interest in the movie because right around that time was when YouTube was brand new. Yeah. So they couldn't really get a lot of, uh, they couldn't get it to go viral in 2003 because there wasn't just a lot of, uh, there wasn't a place for them to dump content like YouTube. And so that really helped them get it going until eventually, like five years later, they got the uh, uh, the green light from um, whatever movie studio, Cynet uh, Films. Yeah. And then they made a larger um, uh Motion picture, yeah. yeah. I'm giving this four ducks. I got to give it a solid four ducks, too. I think it was incredibly original. Um, you, you don't see too many original movies, uh, especially like Christmas horror movies. And, and this didn't even seem like a horror movie. It's oh, just, no. it, it, I think I give it four because of the unique story. Yeah. It's not, it's not something that you would... I mean, yeah, you might read them in a book, but it, I've never seen something like this or, or the, the content behind it. Right. So I think I, it has the perfect runtime too. Yeah, it's, it was, it's an hour and boom. 22 minutes, something like that. It's really Not short. Not very long at all. Um, <laughs> it's paced well. I love how how they never, like, do, like, a wink or a nod or, you know, they never ever betray it the, the straight um, 
nature of it how they how they go full in like with taking it itself very seriously even though it's an outlandish ridiculous yeah, there's, concept there's no like wink wink nudge nudge no, no. you know what i mean type of thing yeah the camera. Know what i mean, <laughs> know what I, mean? I mean i love it and uh it's it's sort of like even uh if you want to look into you know uh, a critique of the commercialization of christmas and holidays how everything is about consumerism and it, just like the holiday itself so too now is Santa mm-hmm. uh, commercialized and sold throughout the world just for, you know, the him himself is the commodity. And uh, that's an interesting take. Uh, there's just, I think it's going to be a yearly uh, view for me now uh, for, Christmas. for Christmas. Yeah, I would have to agree with that completely. Yeah. Got anything else? Man, I, know, I know this is a short little that's episode. This. That was kind of a, a tight one. Yeah, it's a know? tight little episode because this is the last episode of 2019. Yeah. Um, and this is released, uh, it's going to be released a few days after Christmas for most of you, but uh, in it, keeping with this sort of Yeah, you should be listening theme, to this the 28th, yeah, Saturday. Uh, Yule technically goes until January 2nd, so if you're, you know, from that part of the world and you're still in the midst of your celebration. Happy Yule. Happy Yule to you. Uh, our next film, which is coming out on the 3rd, January 3rd, 2020, is our voter movie, and that is Death to Smoochie. Yes, all um, of our uh, our patrons voted on this one. It was pretty unanimous. It is a great film, so uh, go ahead and find that. It's Rob Williams and Edward Norton. Mm-hmm. It's a fun one, all-star cast, and I have a feeling it's going to be a clip-heavy one because there's a Probably. lot of fun, fun a lot little of things in it. To it? Okay. A lot of fun stuff that we Excellent. can play. Um, other than that, I hope you had a wonderful Christmas and have a happy Happy, happy, happy New Year. Moi, moi. Bye-bye.